0: All right, all right, all right. You know, looking at this game, I was told there was a curse in Winston-Salem. <laughs> there was something hanging over our heads in Winston-Salem. Russell Wilson couldn't beat it. Philip Rivers couldn't beat it. You name it. Any quarter, Ryan Finley couldn't beat it. Mike Glennon couldn't beat it. You name it, if they played quarterback for NC State, if their name wasn't Jacoby Reset, guess what? They couldn't be whatever that hoodoo or voodoo or whatever it is that was on NC State. And what's the And Grayson and I told you all week, all week, that this was going to be a win for NC State. All week, we told you. I told you
1: I told you Tuesday. I told you Wednesday. I told you Thursday. I told you Friday. I told you this morning. We're going to Winston and we're going to win a football game. And that is exactly what we did. And not just win, but emphatically win. We put a 20 spot on their heads. Twenty-six to six is the final score. I needed to get that in here. Kenton, I'm going to give it back to you so I can get this link tweeted out. What a win.
0: You're good. And and I also want to comment on the fact that this game was a complete and utter domination. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, our offense didn't do Jack Diddley in the second half. You're right. But this is still a 20 point road win in the ACC. This is still a 20 point road win in conference. So while it may not have been perfect, while we may not have touched 50, this was an excellent win. Would we like to have seen Anai continue cooking what he was cooking up in that first half? The entire game, absolutely, absolutely, we would love to. Be. But a twenty-point roll win in the ACC, when I believe NC State was what
1: one and a half, two-point favorites in this game, we were two and a half all week, and then about an hour or so before the kickoff, it shrunk down to one and a half. Ladies
0: and gentlemen of the jury, my case is resting peacefully. It's got a Snuggie on. It's in a blanket. It's with the plush pillows. You know, the ones you got to fluff every few days. Long story short, this NC State team went to Winston-Salem and handled business. And I'll tell you what. You cannot walk away from this game thinking much other than Dave Doran has elevated this program. I'm, I'm sorry. You cannot walk away from this game thinking... Man, we still haven't won the conference. Man, this is still not. This is a game that had all the fixes, all the fixes to say, oh, NC State, you know what they're going to do. They, Oh, they got a quarterback change. Now they got an excuse. Oh, all these things are happening. Lo and behold, look what they do. 26-6, to massive win on their senior day.
1: We love to see it. Reverse psychology, Hudson. It's 3-0, and baby you undefeated. know Never we lost. wouldn't dare we wouldn't dare switch up after winning the last two with Clemson and Miami and especially not coming into Winston we had to exercise some demon deacons today and we certainly did so over the moon with the win here you know what more could you ask of these guys after the week that they just had the media circus surrounding MJ's decision on Tuesday you had to assume on some level That had to be tough on Dave Dorn in the locker room to try and keep guys motivated for such a tough test here on the road. Certainly didn't look like it affected them at all. Came out, hit wake right in the mouth. Defense again. You know, you you had a fantastic performance last week against Miami, and I called that their best defensive performance of the year. I still think that's probably true, but another fantastic effort today and on the road. Taking the show yeah. on the road and shoving it to them. Excellent work. The defense is playing out of their minds right now. Wake Forest had absolutely nothing for them all day long.
0: And, you know, I I want to take this back to the conversation of, hey, this is, a, uh, this is a situation where we asked and begged for so long. If our offense could just give us something. If our offense could just give us something. They gave us two quarters of putting belt to behind. They 21 skunked them. If you're at home playing video games, pass the sticks, brother. You're down yes, too much. It's over. And so, with that being said, again, would I, have, would I have loved to see us throw a 40 or 50 burger on them? Sure. Sure, absolutely. That would have been great. But if ifs and buts were berries and nuts, squirrels would never start. We live in the real world, and in the real world, we just got a real win of 20 points on the road in conference. And, yes, this is not a great way for his team. Yes, this is not, you know, Sam Hartman ain't walking through that door. Kenneth Walker III ain't walking through that door. A.T. Perry and company ain't walking through that door. But the reality is this is still a very quality win. This is still a team that is showing fight, showing grit, showing determination, even after yesterday's win by Louisville or Thursday's win by Louisville, rather, all but eliminated us or actually did eliminate us from conference championship detention, still showing up and showing up.
1: Yeah, Jason, apologize. I can't be in a hot tub tonight. They actually haven't installed a hot tub in the Wake Prex box. I guess they're behind the times. You know, every school should have one of those uh, nowadays. But something else I should mention here, NC State notches their seventh win of the season. If you go back to the summer, the over-under for total wins for NC State, six and a half. So if you had the over, like I did, if you believed in this team, like Kenton and I both did, yeah. You might have just cashed in tonight. I did. Just saying.
0: Yeah. yeah, we both we both emphasized before this season started that that was one of those Vegas giving away money moments because I looked at this schedule, and I, I wasn't expecting Clemson to be as bad as they've been at points this season. Um, but with that being said, I wasn't expecting Tyler Van Dyke to be as bad as he's been for a good chunk of this season. But I knew that this team was going to win seven-plus. Like, that's not – Looking at our schedule, I'm like, okay, Florida State isn't on there. It, there's no way that you can, uh,
1: you know, say that. Hey, this
0: is this is this is a, a situation where we should be surprised to see this team get to seven.
1: Excellent. And getting into this game here, good comment. 268 rushing yards. Would you believe that would have been a real stat before this thing kicked off? No, unbelievable absolutely. effort, especially from Armstrong. He had 96 of those and a touchdown. KC had another long run. Uh, It was like 65, if I'm not mistaken. 86 total yards uh, for him on the ground. Kendrick Raphael, another solid game. Of course, probably due to the absence of Michael Allen, was injured very early and did not return. So certainly hoping that Michael Allen is doing okay. But Raphael, 54 yards. very, Very nearly broke a couple into the end zone there. Delbert Mims did get into the end zone. He had 35 yards of his own. 268 yards. For a team that has struggled to find consistency all year long on the ground, kudos to the offensive line getting it done today. Kudos yeah. to Brennan Armstrong getting it done today. We're gonna have a lot more to say about him, of course. But Casey Kendrick Delbert, excellent job getting it done on the ground. When you can run that effectively all day long, you you take a bit pressure you you take a lot of the pressure off of Armstrong. You don't force him into having to feel like he has to do too much which is a lot of what happened earlier in this season. If we could have ran like this earlier in the season, you wouldn't have had a, as loud of complaints as we did earlier in the season cuz I got to stop saying earlier in the season. I'm too jacked up. I'm way <laughs> too jacked up to be in a press box at Winston Salem right here. I got to go uh I got to go find a hot tub I think, but the, hey, the it, it makes game. sense.
0: It makes sense this is a very good reason to be jacked up. Again, this is a game that if we're talking about NC State lore and NC State stuff, right, we've talked about how the, the MJ Moore situation is one of the most NC State stuff things to ever happen. But let's be very honest about this, and let's be very clear about it. NC State stuff is not about the peripheral things. It's about what happens between the lines. Because who cares if everybody and a mama who means something or who we think is going to be a ball who leaves the program, if that results in wins, then what happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, what – If that is the case, it's not really NC State stuff. NC State stuff is the actual losing of a game that is like, ah, you should have won that one by a mile, but you found a way. You found a way to let the team down. And this one, you know, Wolfpack showed up big time, jumped on them early, which, by the way, I knew in thinking about this game, I said, if NC State is to win, they need to put them to bed early. This is a team that doesn't have faith in themselves. And if you get into them early enough, They'll start making drastic changes, and they'll start doing things to show you we don't believe in the plan that we currently have rolling, which happened in them changing quarterbacks from Mitch Griffiths to current. I believe what right. was the third quarter. No, it was that- much
1: earlier than that. I oh, think it okay. might have been as early as the second quarter.
0: Oh, so either way it goes, either way you cut or slice it, when you get a team to make those types of drastic changes mid-game, you could tell they're, they don't believe. They're looking for anything. They're hoping and wishing and pulling and, and trying to get a spark anyway, anyhow.
1: Yeah, they, they have very obviously discovered a formula here these past couple of weeks. Get ahead and stay ahead. With the offensive struggles we've had all year long, if you can give your defense a bit longer of a leash, it pays immediate dividends, and it did again today with you know just enough offense to be effective to keep your defense absolutely rolling. We're going to get further into the details of this game after I pay some bills real quick. Our first sponsor of this live show is eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience, that's what brings home the winning trophy. But it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay's Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or your money back. That's because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you, at the part, sorry, all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I believe the only appropriate place to continue this discussion here is Brennan Armstrong. Yeah. A grown, I can't say the word on this network, you know what the next word is, blank, man. A grown man. Fully grown man. Yeah. Was it a spectacular performance? No. Was it a good performance? Yes. Was it exactly what we needed? Yes. That You could not ask for a better day from Brennan Armstrong today. Getting it done on the ground and being dynamic enough to still show the threat of it through the air. Of course, the early touchdown to Julian Gray, it kind of got you standing up out your seat a little bit saying, oh, maybe this is a flash of a 2021 Armstrong. Could this offense be taking a massive step here? Ultimately, yeah. I believe the answer was no, but much, much, much more effective in round two of Brennan Armstrong at the helm here.
0: I mean, the biggest thing which I lamented about Brandon Armstrong um, earlier in the season was making bad reads and putting the ball in harm's way. He didn't do that today. He objectively did not have many passes where you look up and you're like, "What are you thinking, brother? What is going on? Where are your eyes? What's happening?" And that's that's really what you want to see. It the re- the reality of what we're looking at with the Brandon Armstrong situation is this is unique. This is a a. Situation that's not super common in terms of a guy gets replaced, the team goes three and one without you, and then you're thrust back in, right? But that's what we're seeing, and like we've talked about, he's kept his head down, he's kept working, and again, if if Brennan Armstrong can be a quarterback that we can win with, we'll be just fine, right? Yeah. I talked about the three categories with, because of, in spite of, and at the end of the day, if he is not an in spite of guy, if we don't have to win despite. His poor play will be just fine, which I think was the case today. And again, much credit to him. Much credit to him for staying involved, staying locked in enough to uh, be prepared when his number was called. Or as Robert and I would say, he was relevant when his number was called today. Yeah. And he was prepared to do so. And that takes a maturity because I've been there. I've been in the locker room. And I'm not going to lie, when it was my turn to be prepared, when my number was called after a bench, and I, I didn't necessarily agree with, I wasn't. I wasn't, I granted, I was much younger than Brandon was at this point, but the reality is, it is, it takes a level of maturity to be there, to stay locked in, to stay ready to say, hey, you know what, if I'm thrust back in, I'm going to do what I need to do because I'll stay prepared to do what I need to do.
1: He did exactly what he needed to do. I think he sort of teetered on the line of a quarterback you win with and a quarterback you win because of. Mm -hmm. I still think the defense is probably the because of for this game as they have been lately, but. This was a game where you win with Brennan Armstrong. He made the throws necessary, didn't overexert anything, didn't force anything. Robert and I was in his Louis duffel bag in this game in the first half. Creativity galore, all over the place. Yeah. The different sets, different, different, uh, different reverses. The trickoration to get the ball into Casey's hands earlier. You know, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I had a fear. That you'd be walking into kind of a, a very predictable offense because you only have KC. But Robert and I is still finding creative ways to get the ball into his hands for massive mm-hmm. chunk plays down the field. And that is that will open up and completely deflate a team like Wake Forest right out of the gate. Getting out ahead really? that early and being able to stay ahead with a dominant defense. You saw the recipe in the very first quarter and wrote it out from there.
0: Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. And I, I also want to talk about this because somebody in the uh, chat is talking about how good the defense has been, how lights out the defense has been. I'm going to tell you this, right? If you look at all of the games that we played in terms of ACC play, it is, I, I don't think that it's wrong at all to say, again, had our offense given us anything in the games that we lost, we would have been just fine, right? Like, I don't think that that's Louisville, we put up 10 points. Duke we put up three like that's that's the reality of of what our conference losses look like now Notre Dame was an absolute disaster class defensively especially towards the end when things start to kind of the wheels start to fall off but the reality is this defense is not showing something new this is who they have been this is not the exception these performances that we've seen the defense string together it's only so long before you start to realize oh this is the rule and the poor play was the exception because I mean, that's that's just what we're seeing. We're seeing a defense that's locked in. We're seeing a defense that's following their blitz tracks for almost perfectly to where everything times up in the right way to where somebody's getting home. We're seeing a defensive backfield play with extreme confidence and poise. I talk a lot about the moment of truth with defensive backs one of the biggest things because a majority of defensive backs in the country can stay close to a guy. But it's about what happens when that ball is in the air in the moment of truth, what do you do then? These DBs are doing a fantastic job. Aiden White is Aiden White. We know what he's going to do. We know how he's going to do it. Shaheen Battle is coming along, and people think, well, if we can't throw at Aiden, we'll throw at him. And he's been shutting the door lately, doing a good job of, of, you know, not having bad PIs, not, you know, getting hit with deep balls and all that. And the safeties and the nickels, same thing. At the end of the day, other teams have scholarship players too, Right. So that catch that uh, I believe it was banks over Poogie Kennedy for the only touchdown of the day, I could be wrong. Tough one, yeah. But that's a a play that as a defensive coordinator, you tell your guys, I love that from you. You were right there on him. You made him have to make a highlight catch. And when they do that, we tip our cap. We know that's a scholarship player. And we tell them, do it again. Do it again. And that's what it was. We all night. It was now do it again to Wake Forest in terms of taking big hits when they did catch it and it looked like it was uncontested and making very tough contested catches, which they weren't weren't
1: able to. And there's equal praise to spread out through all three levels of this defense. The defensive backs tonight were excellent. Aiden White, like you mentioned, absolute clamps on his side of the field tonight. Had several pass breakups that were superior cornerback play. This was the Aiden White that we talked about so much through the offseason being one of the top corners in this conference and the country. That was the Aiden White we got tonight. Shy- Shaheen Battle as well. Another excellent game from Shaheen Battle. He's been stacking very solid performances here lately. He had yeah. the turnover bone with that fumble. Excellent job forcing turnovers in this game. Sean Brown had the pick. What more can you Sean say about Brown that Sean Brown has guy, been man? phenomenal. Sean what Brown more, has been
0: so phenomenal,
1: man. What I, more can you say about the season that Sean Brown is having? A ball player, an absolute ball player. And, and we talk about
0: Brendan Armstrong being ready when his number was called. At least Brendan came in as the start. Sean Brown came in as a special yes. teams guy. Yes. A guy – hey, hey, brother, covering kicks and punts is going to be where you make your money this year, okay? That's going to be where you earn your roster, where you earn your way to travel. And, you know, the big man upstairs had different plans for him because, lo and behold – He's a starter that's playing, performing, honestly, at an all-conference level. He's performing at a spectacular level, and Poogie Kennedy has been a regu- revelation ever since he's been here as well. This is a really solid group of guys, really solid group of guys on that back end.
1: And for the first time in a while, we had a leading tackler not named Peyton Wilson, Yeah, and that's because it was Jalen Scott. And I certainly hope somebody has gotten Jalen Scott on the oxygen tank at the mm-hmm. end of this one, Return the, the pick to... If he's sitting at Panera Bread, went to Panera Bread and got a pick two for himself, Mm -hmm. 100 yards back to the house. That was kind of the exclamation point on this one. And I had just tweeted after the field goal from Narvison with 24 points. I said, well, clearly this is all we're going to get because 24 has been our number all all season long. Lo and behold, we have one of the weirdest plays I've seen in NC State history for a long time here. A hundred yard pick two back to the house for Jalen Scott with the exclamation point. Excellent effort there. You know Peyton Wilson is always Peyton Wilson. He's a factor yeah. regardless, but in a sense, it's almost nice to see someone else take a le- take a step above Peyton for a game. So shout out to Jalen Scott in this one. So
0: it, and and I want to say this about Jalen Scott in terms of him getting better and better and better as the weeks go on and all that. At this point, I'm ready to say he has stepped into that role as the next one up. He's arrived. Of- Tony gets his linebackers. Absolutely. I'm willing to say that he has reached that level to where I'm not just like surprised and excited when you do things. I'm expecting it of you, brother. I'm expecting you to come by and show up and do good things in terms of uh, in terms of being a potential leading tackler, in terms of, of being a guy who can do special things in the passing game, whether it be getting after the quarterback or dropping the coverage. And I'm going to tell you this. I said it the day I saw him. I said, if he can play three quarters as good as he looks, he will be everything we dream of and more. Because again, the boy is built like a Greek god. He's got the face of a model, chiseled jawline, and all that good stuff. And and I looked at him. And I said, oh, that's a linebacker there. That's a linebacker if I've ever seen one. And lo and behold, he's piecing it together. He's starting to get it. He's it's all starting to make sense for him. He's phenomenal. He's this defense. I mean, again, you know, we haven't even got to the defensive line yet, and we've used the words amazing, elite, all-conference, all-American, all all that stuff so much already.
1: Yeah, so rounding this out with the defensive line, we had mentioned on Thursday that Wake Forest is one of the most sacked teams in -hmm. the country, and a couple plays early on, you had Savion Jackson shot out of a cannon back there in the backfield. He had two sacks right out of the gate, had constant pressure back there, all game long. CJ Clark had an excellent game getting in the backfield multiple times. Davin Van, of course, you know the story on Davin Van. His stock continues to rise. Defensive yeah. line was eating all day long. They did exactly what you expected them to do against a offensive line for Wake Forest that has struggled all year. So shout out to the defense, man. You cannot give them anywhere near enough credit. They're they're meeting expectations and then taking it a couple notches higher seemingly every game these past couple weeks. So couldn't be happier with the way they're playing. Yeah, and uh, our Mike linebacker
0: play has gotten better as well. Our Mike linebacker play, again, it has lagged behind. I, obviously, Peyton Wilson is our will, and Jalen Scott doing what he does, you know, it getting better. The Mike linebacker play is still a little bit behind, but they're catching up they're getting there. It's getting to the point where I'm not like, oh my God. Oh boy. Fordham or Betty's got that guy. He's going to be open. Oh boy. This is the gap they're supposed to be in. The ball's probably going to find it. So, you know, even the Achilles heels or weaknesses of this defense are kind of being uh, grazed over because we are, again, becoming more fundamentally sound and knowing like, hey, this is the area teams are going to want to attack. And also the defensive line in the run game has made it a lot easier on the linebacks as well. So, you know, this was a special performance by the defense, just another one in all honesty. I mean, this is this is a, a defense that has shown up again and again and again and made it so difficult for teams to score because I I, I struggle to think to myself, when is the last time that we saw an ACC offense truly move the ball on this defense with ease? When's the last time we saw a, an ACC offense say, hey, Don't worry about it. We'll go up and down the field as we please on this defense. It just hasn't happened um, very recently. And so, you know, you love to see that.
1: Actually, this comment here, this is a great point. Where's the attitude from this team been all year? I think maybe that was a little bit of the issue. I think, you know, flip-flopping at quarterback earlier, I think some guys needed that spark that MJ came in and brought. And so with the recent developments this year, I think they've all decided, okay, There's too much going on here at the quarterback position. We got to rally regardless. We have to stay up regardless. And I think you really saw the guys step up to the plate tonight, bringing Brennan back in here, and you kept that same energy that we saw these last two weeks. And it is infectious. When you get get a team like that, I said momentum is a hell of a drug last week. When Mm -hmm. you get a team that believes, regardless of who you're running out there, you can see it. The, The vibe is different on the sideline. The play is different. On the field, you feel just you can feel the energy up here in the press box. Even I was sitting next to Corey Smith for this game. And the whole time, we're just like the speed. You saw a lot of the speed tonight from NC State that, that hit that um, Betty laid on their quarterback shot out of a cannon. Savion Jackson shot out of a cannon. The offensive KC. I wish he didn't get caught from behind on that first run because I, I thought he was gone when he broke through there. The 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 vibes are high. The vibes are high. They, they, re, they reached the the pit against Duke. We all understand this. We're still climbing right now. Who knows where we could land at the end of this season? But stacking now three major wins here. You got another road, another road game uh next week up in Blacksburg. That's gonna be a big time test. They've kind of turned the corner on their season as well. But the momentum here is palpable. The buzz is Is palpable. You can feel it. It is infectious. And it is so good to see, especially here in Winston. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. So before we get out of here, I think they're looking to close up shop on me. Let's talk about the overall play, I guess. For I hold on, let's let's talk second half. Let's talk second half because you saw a little bit of the same offense installing out. And while I it took me a second to work through that because i understand okay if you could just dominate them as easy as you did in the first half why on earth would you try anything differently here in the second half like there's really no reason we didn't score 42 50 points on them that's why i tweeted at halftime we might get a 50 burger in this game because the Wake defense has nothing for us and to a certain degree i think we just got right back into our conservative shell a little um but As that game went on into the fourth quarter, it started to hit me. You can't exactly run the risk of losing Brennan. All it takes is one hit. And so as effective as he was in the first half, you can't afford to keep the gas pedal down, I guess, all the way. That's frustrating for a lot of people. I fully understand that. It's frustrating for me. I want to blow Wake out every single time we play him. I would love to put 50 on the scoreboard, but... When you have legitimately nothing behind Armstrong, with all due respect to Ethan Rhodes, you have to game manage that. And I think, to a certain extent, they did a pretty good job of just running it up the gut with Delbert Mims, seeing what you can get. From an offensive standpoint, it does feel gross because we're, we're tired of the three and outs this year. We've had far too many of them. Yeah. But yeah. the game management there toward the end, that is what you had to do. There really is no other option at that point.
0: And, and I want to make one thing clear. This was, to me, somebody said it in the um, in the comments, you don't have to win by 50 to have a dominating performance. Or a That's good very, game.
1: this is the, yeah, prime example. Was, this
0: was a game where we controlled the clock. We controlled the pace. We did what we wanted to do. Was it as many points as any fan would like to see? No. But if you're controlling the pace of the game, if you're saying, hey, we're going to get on the field, We're going to take our sweet time. We may get a first down or two on the drive. And, you know, I I don't think that we should have went into that shell as early as we did. I don't think we should have did that early in the third quarter. I I wholeheartedly disagree with that. But once you get to, like, the fourth quarter and you're looking at, hey, we're up 20 points here. What are we really doing? What do we really need to – who do we need to prove anything to? And mind you, even with that kind of – toned down offense. We saw two possessions where Braden Narvison had kicks that are very makeable for him. That just, you know, I'm glad he made that third kick, because I was about to say, he's got the yips. He's got a little the the yips there. But I'm glad that he uh, made that kick that he did. The reality is, this is a situation where we talked about the 268 rushing yards. This is where it matters. Yes. You don't have to be high octane and explosive to control the game. If you're winning by 20 and you're deciding, uh, you know, we'll make them stop us up the middle. And once they can do that, they can get off the field, but they couldn't do it. It wasn't a bunch of three and outs back to back to back to back to back, you know, them stacking our defense, having to be on the field a lot, because number one, we were getting three and outs defensively. But number two, our offense was moving the ball. It's just it wasn't with the most creativity and you know, now I wasn't digging into the deepest part of his bag in order to call plays to get folks open to what.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see a couple comments that this game was a Dave Doran special. It was a Dave Doran beauty, and that actually is very true. The more you think about this here, yeah. you build a little bit of a lead. You see that you can blow them out, but there's simply no reason to, I guess, risk further, uh, you know, injury circumstances, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. It is kind of the classic signature Dave Dorn win, but nonetheless, couldn't be happier with a 20 point win on the road in Winston, a place again we have only won what once since 1995.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a It's we have not won much there. I can guarantee you that much. I, I may not know the exact number. But I know we we have walked in there and walked out with many an L to a wait to Wake Forest teams that are just as bad if not worse than this
1: one. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're gonna get out of here. I think they're gonna turn the lights off on me here if I stick around for too much longer. But greatly appreciate everyone that has joined us here on this Saturday, late Saturday afternoon. Big time win in Winston again. NC State wins by a score of twenty six to six. Can Got you, a lot can to you talk get that about. Last comment
0: on screen. We need to get that last comment on screen. The uh, it the the one about afternoon.
1: No, it's a great point. If you would have told us just a couple weeks ago after that Duke game, that at this point, after this game tonight, we were going to beat Wake in Winston and move to a 7-3 and record. I don't even know what I would have told you. It might not have been clean uh, to be on this show right now because what a turnaround from what we saw in Durham about a month ago. Yeah. And that is credit to the guys. Probably a lot of the credit goes to Peyton Wilson. Talk about that toughness. They're tough now. They're playing yeah. very tough now. Credit to the coaching staff, keeping these guys on task, blocking out all the noise, coming on the road, and getting this win. That's a big-time win for this program. It's a little bit of a, a, a broken curse, I guess, if you could say that. I, I, I would like to win here in consecutive trips before I talk about breaking a curse, but absolutely, that's a great win. That's an, That's an absolutely great win. The momentum is still rolling. We need a whole lot more of it next week, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there got a lot to talk about on Monday and Tuesday, putting a bow on this game. We're going to mention some of the NC State basketball win over Abilene Christian. I know, I guess by Monday, that'll be old news, but a lot of things to like on the basketball team as well. But as always, thank you all so much for jumping in this live stream with us. We greatly appreciate all the support. I saw Mike in here in the comments earlier. I met him at the, the uh, Wolfpack Club pregame. It's great to meet some of y'all today. Just a what a day. What a day for NC State coming on the road. Getting the win in Winston-Salem. But be sure to drop a like on this stream. Put your comments in the comment box. I'll get to each and every one of those. Mash that subscribe button, and we will see you as always on Monday. Until then, go pack. Go pack. Hey, Prime members.